Hey guys, I'm Stevie Nelson. And I'm Dave Horwitz. And this is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. Hi, Stevie. Hey, Dave. You know, I'm recording in my closet. We got a, we had a slight delay and we had to restart, but but that's okay because we're just making do with what we've got. I'm trying to I'm trying to makeshift soundproof thing. I'm on my laptop. I ordered a a little USB hub. And I, I have a little lamp in my closet, and it's very cramped in here. It looks tight. Uh, as I'm looking at you in this Google Hangout, I'm noticing that you seem compact. Yeah, my shoulders are <laughs> hunched in here. Um, and that's maybe like just one of many good reasons to just dispense with the pleasantries and, and maybe kick this episode off. Although, real quick, do you want to talk about how a stranger just walked into your yard? I would love to. Yeah, I saw a old woman about... 80 years old, gently unlatch my gate, walk into my yard, touch my tree, and walk out. And then I asked her if she needed something, and she took her pointer finger and shook no, no, no at me. Loved it. Yeah, the I, I you did it to me on the video, and I thought the first thing I thought was, uh-uh-uh. Yeah, it's like uh, she... Uh, uh. I love the vibe of an, an old woman trespassing on my property and then being like, do not talk to me. <laughs> Do not talk to me. My my uh, my faculties are are leaving my brain and body quickly. It's a it's a sad it's a sad reality, and I don't want to talk to you about it. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, but you know, we know what I would like to talk about. Our guest. Our guest. Tell me about her. She's a writer. She's a podcaster. You can hear her <laughs> shows, Classroom Crush and Jacking Off, which is about Jack Black. It's not a dirty thing, but it is a dirty title. Yeah. Uh, New Yorker friend, all around great person, Rebecca Bolness. Let's go. You just call me New Yorker. <laughs> I mean, you are a New Yorker. No, like, absolutely. I live in New York. And especially now that I'm not one of the people who, like, fled New York. I'm like, okay, mm, I've been here for two years, but actually I'm a New Yorker now. You know? Yeah. I didn't yeah. go home to mommy and daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real fucking New York now. <laughs> You're the only, because you didn't flee, you now have the title of New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. I'm so tough i'm a gonna date an italian american as soon as this gets out you know i'm gonna You're fight basically him. living the movie moonstruck mm. okay yes i am and okay th I, that's i just got really excited because then it made me think of another thing that i wanted to say which is that <laughs> I, which now i have to explain it because it doesn't actually relate because i mm. feel moonstruck uh, basically what i'm trying to say is that and i'm obsessed first of all i'm obsessed with um, talking about something visual on this podcast sure. uh, because we're just doing it. We're not even in the same room, no, but no. Stevie, see in my brain, I'm like, Stevie, you look like Michelle Pfeiffer. Have you heard <gasps> this? Yes. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> because, and I'll tell you the way that it happened in my brain is that the most recent thing that I watched Michelle Pfeiffer in. Okay. Actually I was going to say it's Frankie and Johnny. That's what I was going for but then i remembered it's actually hairspray the film <laughs> hairspray okay. mm -hmm. um the, the remake musical movie yeah. yeah yeah which is 
good. Okay. I've never oh, seen it. That's me neither. I'm really feeling sad for you today. <laughs> Should we see it? Should we see it? Yeah, I think everyone's giving okay. basically Oscar-worthy performances all around. All right, um, that's the one with John Travolta playing the, yes. the divine role, right? Yes, and he's having the fucking time of his life. Let me tell you, oh, love that performance. But in my mind, Frankie and Johnny is in some way linked to Moonstruck, which is where my well, that's how I got here is what I'm trying to explain. And oh, Frankie and Johnny I appreciate is it. what. Frankie and Johnny is Michelle Pfeiffer, and you know how I love him, Al Pacino. Uh, I I thought I was going to have to get it. I thought I was going to have to wrench it out of you. Now, um, opposite, uh, opposite. We just struck gold. (laughs) Stevie was like, Stevie was like, "Is there anything I should know about Rebecca before we record?" And I, I Um, was like, "Well, this is what she looks like." And I sent her a picture of you, and I was like, "Oh, and she's wearing a necklace that says Al Pacino on it." Okay, weird. And then I was like, (laughs) and then I was like, I was like, this is what she looks like. That she loves Al Pacino. She's uh, in the process of writing two plays. He said she's a playwright. Yeah, he said Um, playwright. I'm sure. (laughs) I did not say that we had a a very um, uh, sad dinner, a late night dinner at the Kellogg Diner in Brooklyn together. But we did. You wouldn't mention that to me. Top of mind. <laughs> um but uh yeah I was like oh she loves Al Pacino like romantically so we should maybe get her to talk about that and uh we didn't I didn't even have to try. Yeah. Um sorry that I'm not giving you an opportunity to host <laughs> to you know surprise. No. Oh, a dream podcast guest. Oh no, we don't need that. A dream podcast guest doesn't give us the opportunity to host. <laughs> they just <laughs> Do do whatever they need to do. <laughs> no, I mean, if- yeah. One time, um, one time, one of our guests didn't let us do that, and then made us uh, take the episode down. It was wild. really. Oh my god, this is so interesting because I actually wanted to ask you how okay how you're feeling podcasting amid you know in this way, um, you know, quarantine vibes because. And like, I should not say this because I did put this episode out, but I did an episode of my podcast Classroom Crush recently that like, I felt like wasn't a good episode. And then it straight up ruined my week. I was like, cool. <laughs> I'm terrible at what I do. This person thinks I'm terrible at what I do. And I mean, I put it out and of course I edited it. And I re-listened to it and I was like, this is really not as bad as I thought it was. Um, and I've never not put out an episode. I wanted to sometimes, but mm-hmm. I felt like it was my fault and I felt really (laughs) bad about myself. And I think it's because of also just like the shift of doing it in this way, you know? Yeah. I think you guys feel about it. I think it's very hard to, I mean, it helps to see each other, but I think it's very hard to have the natural chemistry that we all have in person when you're sitting at a table with people and knowing when to talk next and being able, even sometimes talking at the same time, but it's so hard to have a flow. And I, I find myself feeling the same way you do where I end an episode and I'm like, did I even say anything? Did I say anything good? Like I, mm-hmm. I have so much more time to judge it. It's almost like, cause it's, I don't know. It's, it's a little wonkier. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, I, I feel 
I feel confident to say that I don't, like, I don't need everyone to like me, you know? <laughs> I don't. Um, Speak for yourself. Dave's laughing. <laughs> um, but the thing, I don't need, I don't need everyone to like me, but when I get the feeling that we maybe didn't click or didn't get along, then I feel like, oh my God, like, okay, I, I want to have chemistry with everyone, you know, whether they fucking like it or not, you know? Yeah. Well, doesn't it, doesn't it also feel like because sometimes of the glitches for, for recording remotely, doesn't it sort of feel like if there's even like a pause of delay, you're just like, they hate me yeah. and never want to talk to me. Again. Also, Dave, I just have to say this, looking at watching you in the closet, it kind of feels like, here's what it feels like to me. It feels like we are just totally ignoring the fact that you're like, um, there's like a murderer in your house and you're recording an episode of a podcast. And Rebecca and I are in these like nicely lit apartments and we're just pretending like you're not in danger. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I organically, I think that 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 is very relevant to what you guys are talking about right now because I had I had an idea for a way to maybe make my audio sound a little bit better. Mm. Our collective idea is we had a couple episodes where we were not uh, like FaceTiming not or Zooming vibing. with people and we're like let's try to do video which which maybe hurt the episodes a little bit. I don't think we've had a bad episode so far, but it it definitely isn't the same. Uh I will say that I think having the video and the audio going at the same time is causing a slight delay, but I think we got to just roll with it because <laughs> yeah. it is really important. It's important to see. I mean, we, we interviewed Rebecca. We interviewed a guy who uh, a great, this guy, uh, Joshua, an acting teacher and an actor who uh, had coronavirus and lived through it. And it was a very uh, intense story. Wow. And I think if we weren't, if I wasn't seeing him and we, he had a great zoom set up and, and his room was well lit and it felt like we were all there. And then 40 minutes into the zoom call, it's not free anymore. So it cuts off and ends. And so we were just like, we no. had 20, 30 more minutes where we we're like, okay, well, I guess we're not going to see you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, it goes um, weird and, fast. And now I'm sitting in the closet because I desperately <laughs> want my vocals to sound better. Yeah. And I put a different uh, pop filter on my mic I saw that. I was like, maybe it's the filter. Yeah, uh, new color, new color. I have a, a brand nice new, shade of red. <laughs> and I have a brand new laptop that the battery drains really fast, but I don't have a plug in my closet. And it's like, we must I really like podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We I must really like this if good. we're doing everything we can to uh, to to make it happen. And you know what? I've listened to. I'll, I'm, I'm my one of my favorite movie podcasts on the ringer i've listened to mark maron's podcast guess what they sound exactly the same congratulations yeah. to these f corporate podcasting fat cats yeah i mean yep. no we're really roughing it out here as you know diy podcasters <laughs> on these digital streets um i do feel like me and tv do look like um we're like fun loving like a lesbian couple like mm -hmm. we're maybe hosting we're maybe hosting or something yeah and we're just, but we're like secretly terrible parents we like don't give a shit about you our son dave what who we just what parents you know but but I think it's a fun energy. It's a fun energy to play with, especially since you and me are actually friends. And I've yeah. just met Stevie. But I do feel right closer now. to her now because we're both lit. You know? Yeah, we Yeah. 
key key to friendship good lighting (laughs) a lot of times the dynamic on the show is if uh, if we if it is two female guests there will be a bit of a they'll lock into each other and it's not that they're turning on me but the energy Mm -hmm. does change and then who even knows you know who knows where i fit in i'll tell you where i fit in in the closet (laughs) yeah yep we should put out the the episode should just be called in the closet and just confuse a lot of people <laughs> fair yeah in the closet with rebecca boldness and then we're like what is she what, what? is she saying or not saying? yeah <laughs> um, rebecca uh we've asked you here in the show because well for many reasons thought you'd be a great guest so far i'm correct but uh i would love a I would love a quarantine crush update. I want to know what's going on in these streets. I want to know what's going on in these DMs. I want to know what's going on in the mind of someone who is in the quar. Mm. And and if if I know anything about you, if your podcast is any is any um indication, you you are a person who has crushes. Now now that is true. Let me tell you. Um yeah, the quarantine crush update is. Um, you know, it's that I want one. I want a new one. I'm, I'm always getting new ones. I'm asking them to be on my podcast, obviously. Uh, what they are like, so this is fun. I get why we're looking at each other, right? Like it makes sense for this podcast, but a thing that I've done on my show is I'm just calling people on the phone. So I'm not looking at them, which has made it a really interesting dynamic because it's like if I'm vibing this is I shouldn't say any of this but I'm saying it it's fine say it no 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 it's like if I'm vibing with someone on the show it's like it feels instantly romantic because I'm not seeing them so I can just kind of like and I sort of talked about this on the episode I just recorded um with your friend uh Mookie where it's like if I like the idea of like sometimes I'll just sit back in it and I'm like, oh, I'm imagining like, oh yeah, they're in their house and like, and that's so interesting. And, and they're in their house talking to me actually. And <laughs> kind of romantic to just like imagine someone on the phone with me while they're on the phone with me. And then that makes it really easy to kind of like just project a whole thing onto it if I want to, you know, just like, like, oh yeah, we're just talking and it's, and, and it's not late night, but it's dark outside right now. And yeah. you know. It's like, it's like, like, yeah, it's like how we connected. Like, do you remember when you get a call in like middle school from like the person you had a crush on and you're just like, oh my gosh. And you're just sitting in your room. Like just, I don't know. It just feels, um, so exciting. It totally, it's totally exciting. It's like when I would give my like people my landline phone number because I like didn't have a phone or give my mom people like my mom's cell phone, like, and then just be in my room talking about fucking bullshit. Who cares? Um, that was so exciting. And that's kind of like what I'm adopting now. I don't say, I wouldn't say I have like a central focus yet Mm. of like a person. Um, but a thing about me is that I've been, I've been like, I've been looking for like a pandemic my whole life, which is (laughs) terrible, but like, wait, what? (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I've been looking, well, you found one. I did. Yeah. See, the thing is, is, and, and, uh, I've talked about this on, on the show, like in uh, definitely some points, but like I growing up, I loved a 
like a natural disaster narrative, a pandemic narrative, a um, just like anything, like like an apocalypse narrative, high stakes, right? a high stakes narrative, exactly. exactly a high stakes romance. So classically, I mean, my one of my big go to fantasies as a child was that big natural disaster happens while I'm at Aventura Mall in <laughs> South Florida and Aventura and everyone's at the mall and but then oh boo ring 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 sirens there's a big natural disaster and you have to get out of there because they're doing lockdown it's completely real and um and and then everybody you know uh flees the the mall to go home and whatever but I get trapped there right like big oh. doors come down. I'm trapped in Aventura Mall and I'm alone for a week. This is crucial to the to the narrative is I'm alone for a week and I'm terrified. I'm completely alone in the vast halls of Aventura Mall. But then one day I hear something and I'm like, what's that? I get scared. I'm like, what's that? And then guess what it is? It's obviously Rupert Grant of the Harry Potter films. Oh <laughs> yes. my God. Oh my God. <laughs> And he's there and I'm there and we're like, wait, I thought I was alone this whole time. And we're hearing scary noises from outdoors. And, and yeah. And then we ride out this, you know, this very like day after tomorrow, scary high stakes sort of like scenario together. And like, yes, we fall in love and love. We, we, uh, we use skateboards to, to go through the halls because it's really big, you know, th- th- you know, through the mall because it's really big. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, everything's still working. So like the food court is functional. So we just make oh. a, a lot of food. Electricity still good. Scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One night we get scared. We we're, we we had been living, sleeping in like separate beds the whole time. But that <laughs> one point we get scared and we like want to be close. This is, this is just real. This is just real life. Yeah, and yeah. We, sleep in the same bed and we like kiss and and we like fall in love so that's kind of like where i'm coming from <laughs> okay so oh. you're, <laughs> so, yeah. so, okay. You've, so you've been waiting for this for for an extremely specific reason well, um I, i've always been obsessed with the idea and maybe it's because i um because I can't like think of someone just like choosing to love me that I'm like, oh, no. I love the idea of like people being trapped with me and then realizing that I'm perhaps the love of their life. So basically I'm like, I'm so mad that I'm not quarantined with a boy that I want to kiss, you know, because I feel I, like I got cheated. Oh, anyway. I don't know. Everyone I've talked to about being quarantined with a boy is really not having it. Also, I I gotta say this. That's a great. What a great mall fantasy. Love it. Why Thank Rupert? You. Why Rupert Grant and not anyone else from Harry Potter? Is that your? Is he your type? He was my OG. Um, it was him and Malfoy and and you know little Tom oh. Felton. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm a freak. <laughs> I love the ginger. <laughs> I love that he's like he's like I'm a dude you know he's like I'm fucking because I also felt like like probably of my friends like I would have been the Ron Weasley so I'm like we're the same we both don't like spiders I don't know (laughs) and we're both wanting affection of someone who's like not giving it to us so I'm like yeah then I will be the person to love him because in my mind Rupert Grant Uh, is just Ron Weasley. 
so sweet. Uh, yeah. I, so Mike, so I mean, it, it it all honestly checks out. It does. It reminds me a little bit of Dawn of the Dead, the zombie movie where they're trapped in a mall, which is. Yes. I will say it's not. That's not the most romantic movie, but it is basically the situation you're describing. <laughs> I mean, there's an innate horniness to it if you allow that, you know? True. Same can be yes. said for pretty much anything. Oh, um, my God. My, <laughs> my main, if you allow it. Yeah. Uh, so, my, so my biggest question about your scenario is, and um, you can take as much time as you want. I'm sure you've been thinking about this for years. Hmm. How come... You need to wait several days before you discover that Rupert Grint is there. <laughs> wow. I, I don't know if I've actually thought of that. I think I feel like I know why, but I want you okay, to answer first. Oh, okay. Psy- I mean, no, I can psychoanalyze it. Okay, okay, here we go. My take on it is this. Based on what you said, you said you think you're a not lovable unless someone's trapped with you and then they have an aha moment of realizing <laughs> It's you all along, right? Like it's every romantic movie, like being like, wait a second. Okay. My take is this. It would not be interesting in your narrative if you immediately ran into each other and started hanging out. You have to be just lonely enough and just scared enough and about to lose hope. And then you meet him. See, this is very interesting for me to hear because I'm listening when I'm hearing you say this, I'm actually and like and I sound like I'm joking, but I'm actually not. I'm thinking about it just act, like in real relation to my actual life, which is that I've always been alone. I've always wanted to not be alone and but like but can survive being alone. Like, you know, I'm I I don't think I think I know a lot of people who need um, and now I'm just being deep, but mm-hmm. like, I know a lot of people who need another to like inform who they are. And I don't think I've ever, you know, I, well, I'm not going to say I've been fucking enlightened, enlightened my whole life, but I do think I've been sort of this individual person for a long time. Okay. With being that outside of the context of other people, but I've always wanted another person. So it's interesting. Cause I feel like that is actually just my life is that I'm that my life thus far has been the like week long wandering around the mall and I am waiting and I am in many ways waiting for Rupert Grint to become (laughs) I am though apparently he is having a baby with the girl who starred in Angus Thongs and and, and Perfect Snogging is that what it's called what What is it called I gotta see this picture Angus Thongs and and something and you know that British um movie where they're like we're teenagers and we we're not popular but we want to be kissing yeah i mean whatever the actual title is sounds like the most british production of all time it's i mean okay you know who's in it is aaron taylor johnson that fucking cutie actor oh yeah yeah (laughs) it's all it you got the name right it's angus thongs and perfect snogging oh yeah she's five four She's what five is four. Angus, <laughs> Angus is a is the boy, I think. Thong, I like like the go up your ass. Dave, ever heard of yeah. it? Yeah, but okay. <laughs> wear a Let's, thong in it, I think. Okay, you know we don't need to make too big a meal out of it, but yes, I know what a thong is okay. in the context Dave, of that bizarre prove sentence. It. Prove it. <laughs> All right, I will prove it. My underwear drawer is right here because I'm in my closet. Oh wow! I, wow, I'll, wow! I'll show you. 
Hold it up. I'll show you what I got. It's just a pair of socks. Oh, that's nice. You got to keep those feet warm. It's all right. Thank you oh, so man. much. Um, that okay. So so tell us about who Rupert Grint is marrying, Stevie. Oh, okay. Or who, who so, he's having a baby with? Okay, so he's um he's married to Georgia Groom, and I guess mm-hmm. the thing I the thing that I think is the most interesting so far in googling this is I'm pretty sure his sister's name is also Georgia, and that upsets me that he's marrying wow. a Georgia. But also, let me check this. Let me check my facts, okay? <laughs> let me check these facts because you never know. Personal life, okay? He gives to okay, charities. Okay, well, while you're fact-checking, I will check in with Rebecca. Now, you yes. knew that he was having a baby with this woman, but yeah. when I said he was married, you moved the mic away from your face and um, and made you looked absolutely devastated. I didn't know they were married. I I didn't I thought they were just having a baby together. You thought there could still be a chance. Yeah. I Wait, are they married? I think they're married. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, his um <laughs> his Rupert's sister is Georgina, which is different Georgina. than Georgia. Mm, oh, still- that's almost worse because that's that's a bigger chance to slip up and say the name the wrong name yeah, yeah. in in the in either call your sister by the name of your wife or call your wife the name of your sister i have like a correction that. no we don't like that also correction you are in luck it is just his girlfriend god and oh. that's beautiful because i'm looking to be a stepmother every day you'd be a <laughs> cool stepmother um, you're still pretty young to be a. St- oh, are you looking to be a young stepmother, like the kid that you're, like mm. you're. Maybe it's an older husband. I and think there's like a there's some teenage kids or something. I think what could rock for me is for <laughs> <laughs> for a minute there to because uh, and all seriously, I've in, ser- in all seriousness, I've always liked older men, whatever, but like. <laughs> I know I want to uh, have a child. Yes. I know I'm too young to have a child at this present moment. Um, what if I just fucking date an older guy who's got some kids for a, like a little bit, you know, and then, you know, it, it doesn't work out. But I got to be a little stepmom for a second there and maybe satiate that um, need for a minute until, you know, that's just yeah, I'm that, thinking out loud. Is that on the table for you? I mean, does that interest you when you're saying it out loud? Um, absolute. <laughs> I have uh, an old crush who I don't have any, um, I can't contact in this present moment because I don't have his contact info because it was a real life person that I would see, you know, in my job mm. et cetera, that I don't currently have. Um, and yeah, I'm thinking about him. I'm thinking that I could be a nice little wife for a second. I, he doesn't have kids, but I don't. Does he have kids? I don't know. I don't think so. You don't even Find know out. if he has kids. I don't. I. That's actually someone that I could. I could have a child. I don't know. Uh. Well, my my question to you is: first of all, that I think that does sound. I think that could be nice for you. Thank yeah. you. However, think about these current times. Now uh, imagine. Now here's the scenario for you. You you actually have locked it down. It's okay. February 2020. You have you you're you're having a whirlwind time with this person that you know from your job. Okay. Uh, he's divorced. He's got two kids. You're spending so a lot of time over there. It's like how old? How old are the, the kids? Five, the kids are. 
there's a girl who's eight and there's a boy who's 14. Ooh, and- what are their names? Okay, what are their names? We'll go on. Um, the eight-year-old girl's name is uh, Penny Pepper. and the boy's name is, uh, oh, Pepper. Yes, okay, the girl's name is Pepper. <laughs> and the boy's-, uh, the boy's name is uh, Robbie. And- what? How did that yeah. happen? Um. Well, he's the first kid, and oh. they gave him a, a super normal name, and then they were like, "Let's be funky with this one." Pepper. Okay. 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 Cool. Uh. So <laughs> so random right now. <laughs> so so here's the scenario: five weeks in, you're spending so much time over there. He's like, "Just move in. Just be with me." Oh. And you're Ooh. and you're like, "Yeah, let's do it." And five weeks in is the middle of March. Boom! You're locked down with an eight year old and a fourteen year old. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Those I don't know. Some really tough ages there. Especially yeah, <laughs> eight-year-old girl is one yeah. of the worst things that's ever existed in the world. An eight-year-old. I girl. know, but every little girl is going to be eight years old at some point. Ugh. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, not, not all it. of them. That's very not. sad to say. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Uh, Come on. <laughs> have a little fun and then i'm having a i'm having a great time but also i am acknowledging that sometimes sometimes there can be dead kids it's true Uh, true. um there's an entire genre of of thriller movie and tv show about about it there's a dead kid some some detective who smokes too many cigarettes comes into town he drinks a lot and then checks up with some bartender what he said you seen broad church what a show no also a british thing right Yeah. yeah Who's on that? That's that's your inappropriate David crush, Tennant. David. Tennant. Oh, Doctor <laughs> Who. Yeah. Um, child death is very sad. <laughs> I'll just say, I feel like I'm getting. Has this okay? Has this happened to you guys at all? I I think I'm getting more. I'm becoming my mother in the sense that I'm becoming more sensitive to movie and TV about child death or 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 child in 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 peril. I'm I'm like it makes me very upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. I uh I think I used to watch it and not have any understanding of it. And I think the older I get and the more I understand uh life things, the more yeah. I'm like, oh, that's too heartbreaking for me. Totally. I actually asked my mom one time. I got I got stood up so hardcore. And I was like really worried the guy was dead. I was like, oh my God, he must be dead because I didn't hear from him for like 48 hours and it was so scary. And I called my mom and I said, man, I'm so sorry. This must have been what you felt like waiting up for me. You probably had no idea if I was alive or not. And she was like, thank you for saying that. That's exactly how it feels. (gasps) I never had any understanding of it, you know? Yeah. My mom's um, a nurse or a nurse practitioner and like my whole life has been, you know, has worked in ICU and ER and whatever. So she, she goes to like last or worst case scenario, like nurse brain. My you mom's know? a nurse too. And maybe that's why. Totally. I mean, Dave, is your mom a nurse? Um, no, but she is uh, Jewish. So it's the same, <laughs> same kind of worry. She's a nurse. She's a nurse. Yeah. My mom's yeah. Jewish and a nurse. What does that say? I mean, she's got double trouble. I know. It's bad. <laughs> It's bad. Hey guys, Stevie here. Just wanted to say, hey, why don't you contact us? You can email us at iburneverythingpod at gmail.com or you can even call our hotline and leave a message 
213-458-5236. It's 213-458-5236. And we may even talk about your message or email on a future episode. So get to it. Oh, what about the kids? The eight-year-old and the 14-year-old? Yeah, I mean, I feel that I... They, I would be good to them. I would be a good mother to them. You know, I think, <laughs> okay. And Dave laughing, like he thinks that I wouldn't be interesting. That's not what I'm laughing about. <laughs> I think that, um, level set is free and no, that I, 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 it's a tough situation you've put me in, but I think I'm through, um, just cause this crest that I have, oh my God, he, what a guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And you don't even know if he has kids. I know that he doesn't have kids, but I think oh. he was this. I th- I think he was a stepdad. It's like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I literally, literally shouldn't talk about this. But he's a um, former stepdad. Yeah, I think he. I I think he's got. He's had some parenting under his belt. He absolutely could have a secret child. It's one of you know. Everyone can. Lots of people can have a secret child. Most but, men, yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, there's yeah. this guy. There was this guy that um that freaking that was flirting with me at my at what like a like a coffee shop job uh whenever ago and um and 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 did have a child and very casually dropped that he had a child um and then I thought asked me out uh and then and then we and then didn't is what it was is that we he didn't ask me out and then <laughs> but I did tell him about this like cool restaurant and then months later he asked me what the name of that restaurant was. And I told him and he said, thanks. Um, and we never went. <laughs> and that's just the memory that I'm having right now. <laughs> he um, is the of a very famous actor who I think is hot. I love it. I have two questions for you, but I'm not sure that we finish that question. You would, you'd be a good stepmom to these kids. I'd be a good stepmom to those kids. Uh, I think he's probably rich. So we'd have enough space to sort of like, I don't know. I think I've always genuine, genuine answer. I, I, I think I've always been good with kids. Cause I, I can like talk to them. Like they're real people. Like my mm. brother is 12 and I think he's like the coolest person in the world. And, um, and yeah, I think I, 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 I like kids enough to that. I, that I'd be okay. I'd, I'd be all right. Plus, I'd be getting that freaking dick, and then, and then that's worth it. In a and mansion, that guy's so yeah. hot to me. In a mansion, yeah. probably. I imagine I mean, he has a I pool too. Just, oh, absolutely. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, the I, the I guess the reason that I gave you that whole scenario is that I feel like in knowing you and knowing about some of your crushes, there there is a scenario beyond just I'm dating this person, and mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like an imagination thing because with me because being in in quar i guess the reason i was like well this is your ideal thing what if you're stuck with these fucking kids in this scenario because it's like i'd be a good stepmom i mean i think i would be a i think i would actually make a decent stepdad there was like a hot second where i was um whatever a couple a couple years ago i i went on what probably ended up being not a date but it felt like a date at the time with a girl who had a kid and i was like she's great i can mm-hmm. date her her kid seems cool um <laughs> and then we never saw each other ever again <laughs> but yeah uh but i but i did i there was a second where i was like i think i could 
I think I can swing this, but I have not given it much thought past that. Stevie, what do you think? Do you have stepmom potential? Look, I think I've had the same kind of fantasies Rebecca has where it's like I meet the perfect man and he is like a five-year-old little boy and Mm. I don't ever have to give birth to a child, but I can be this kid's stepmom, but his mom's still in the picture, so we don't have him all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I've dreamed of that vibe. (laughs) But I will say this. I've tried to date dads before and they their priority is their kid, right? Mm. So they are so bad at planning dates. I had one dad like rescheduled me four times and I was like, hey, daddy, I can't. (laughs) Daddy, no thanks for that. Daddy, I need a fucking schedule. Like this does not work for me. Um, But yeah, no, I, I dream of, I dream of um, coming up on a kid that I don't have to birth. Yeah. Mm. I think I'm also just to be um, like actually serious. I do think I'm like constantly. Okay. And I'm just like realizing this now. I think I'm constantly like wanting to prove myself within a role, you know, and I'm rarely given the opportunity to like prove myself in a role. And it's a sort of, it's the same instinct that makes me be like, I would be such a fucking good girlfriend and I would be such a good fucking wife and I would be such a good fucking stepmom, you know, like ah. I'm, I'm wanting to be a thing to someone. Yeah. So I'm like, if that's, if that's stepmom to eight year old daughter and 14 year old son, like I'll kill that shit. Just give me the chance. You know, I do. I get that. Do, do, do you feel at all like you were, getting to a place where you felt ready or you were like starting to date more starting to think about dating more and now we are all now thrown into a time where it's just actually not possible unless you want to do a bunch of uh long not long distance uh uh, uh, facetime facetime uh pining texting um like do, do you have you entertained the idea of being on an app and getting a fucking e pen pal for months well, I'm like on two of the apps and they're they're a nightmare and bleak and everyone, ugh, God. I mean, some people find really hot, cool, interesting people on the apps and I simply don't. And I always de- delete them because <laughs> I just know that I'm like, okay, no, well, like this is just not my platform. But then some shit like this happens, <laughs> you know, the classic pandemic. And then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll fucking re-download it. And, and it's never working out for me. I don't know if I, I I think before all of this, I, listen, I'm always, I'm always looking for a boyfriend. Even when I'm not looking for a boyfriend, I'm looking for a boyfriend. I'm looking for a boyfriend and you'll find one. But then I wasn't, I legitimately wasn't. And I think the biggest blow about all of this is that I was genuinely very happy in like my, I was feeling very fulfilled my, by my job, which was just making me happier. And I think probably making me, even though I was very busy, probably making me a more dateable, cooler, hotter version of myself that yeah. felt like, oh, maybe it was sort of the sort of thing like, okay, I've got the job and I'm really happy in that. And like, if, if the fucking, and it, and the, the boyfriend thing wasn't like top priority anymore. Cause I didn't, it wasn't like, it didn't need to take up that much of my time, but it was the sort of thing that's like, well, wouldn't it be convenient and nice if the little boyfriend thing gets folded into all of this nice life development, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was, it was thinking like, it was seeming like maybe, maybe it could be, it's not that I had like a person I was talking to specifically, but 
man, let me tell you, I was strutting around these streets in <laughs> nice work clothes. And I was like, I'm a fucking New York woman, you know? And now I'm sitting on the floor of not even my room. Uh, my, <laughs> my roommate who, who went back home, a little coward, I'm sitting on the floor and that's, but I'm talking to you lovely folks. So that's fine. So that's good. I, I love that. Can I say something? I think that vibe, that vibe of like, I agree with you. I think that a vibe of like loving your job and being like, I'm in my power and I love myself. I mm. think you can read that vibe even in an app. I can see oh, that yeah. energy when people have that energy. I will agree with you and say, apps have never quite worked for me either. Like, I don't feel like things translate effectively. Most people I've dated in a real way I've met in in life, but I think that energy shows. I feel like it shows in this podcast even. Like, you can tell that you really feel good, you know? Well, thank you. Well, thank you very much. No, yeah. It's it's that sort of thing that, I mean, so many of my friends uh, met their partners through an app and they're like, those are now my friends and people that I love and who seemed like they always should have been in our like little group, you know? Um, but I think, well, the problem is, is that I'm also, well, A, it's like, how do I translate my whole fucking thing into the app? And I think I do it okay. But I also know that I'm super judgmental. I'm I like, I can't, it's not all everyone else's fault it is also my fault where I'm just like why the fuck would you ever say that that's stupid like I I become I think I become my angriest meanest self and and I and I can be pretty fucking mean but it's it's this weird thing of like oh I really want to like if I like you and I think you're cool I like you and I think you're cool with my entire heart and body and soul and everything and I'm like you're king you're queen. You're like everything that is cool. But if I, if you say like one thing that's stupid on your profile, I'm like, what the, or just, or I, I or the thing is, is I think I, I can't turn off the part of my brain that looks at an app profile and is like, okay, I see what the fuck you were trying to do here. And like, you're really trying to seem like this, this, and that, like, I can see what people want to be. And it bothers me. Cause I'm like, just be, you know? And yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah. also, I, I mean, <laughs> I, well, I, first of all, I don't think that that's, that's why I could never really do it because it'll, I think the artifice, I think now, I mean, to, uh, I love not having to use it in the, the context, but to, to use a, a, a very oft repeated now phrase now more than ever, it, <laughs> it seems like it would be really painful to be on the apps and all you get is Ugh. the fake representation of someone and then if you really want to try to grow it like a, con a connection you can go okay i'm choosing in spite of the fact that you have some weird quote about mm -hmm. like uh i'm looking for uh, who, I, who am i looking for someone with an n95 mask or whatever the fuck hey, someone hey, hey, like, a, a quarantine buddy someone to cuddle yeah. with in quarantine i'm like oh kill me you will mean, you be my quarantine okay fine <laughs> just be honest it's, it's um yeah. it's I, it has to be so tough and i think and i also think people could really rush into stuff and go oh my god this is the greatest person in the world who i'm i can't First of all, I'm not sleeping. My sleep schedule is all fucked up. So this person wants to stay up until 4 a.m. with me and and text on an app and then like send um 
little uh uh, uh fucking whatever memes are to each other all night like i know um and i i uh my i've now entered the stage of quarantine where i've i've had someone in my apartment make sourdough bread i've watched every movie and now <laughs> finally i have a nintendo switch light and i'm playing animal crossing so wow. i've checked off everything you could possibly do uh but my uh my girlfriend and i visited each other's islands and i was like oh my god imagine not imagine going to someone's it's so it's like this whatever if, if the audience if you don't know it's a weird expansive uh, aggressively adorable game that is like for children and also not children but it's you go you're like a little fucking cute little guy and you live on an island with animals and you have to build a house and all sorts of shit but through wi-fi you can go to other people's islands and like collect the fruit that grows in their island etc i just was like i couldn't stop thinking about how much of a weird leveling up it would feel like in this weird time to be like well we're texting and like that's a pretty big deal we FaceTime, <laughs> we went to each other's animal crossing island and my one of my roommates who's been in a like a little quarantine thing where like the most he's ever done with this with the girls take is taking a walk but he talks to her constantly he's like the other day he was like yeah we uh we went to each other's islands i was like oh my god i was wow. right this is a fucking real thing Congrats. um but i feel like once you've ticked well, off all of the things all of the the not real things it's like well at this point we're we're just gonna break the rules right we have to you would have to, yeah. You'd have to break the rules to progress it. And then it's high risk, mm -hmm. incredibly high risk, and probably low reward. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, I I do enough on my own, own in my, like, little stupid brain to build <laughs> expectations, you know? Or, like, just because I'm, I'm the sort of person where, like, when I meet someone, I'll, like, immediately spiral into – you know, it's, it's weird. I have like a flash of optimism where I'm like, this is going to happen. It's going to happen. We're vibing. He thinks I'm funny. We're, we're connected. We have chemistry. Oh my God. Okay. Fucking cool. I'm uh, so excited to literally date this person. And I'm like, they're already, we're dating and it's happened, you know? So like, I already do that buildup of expectation in my brain. Like I did, I ran into, I feel fine saying this here because it's not on my podcast. So it's fine. I ran into this guy that I, had on my podcast like a year ago who moved and then apparently moved back and 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 we were not single at the same times I don't think whatever but I always thought it was like an intriguing like hot cool funny person I like right before crazy lockdown started happening I went on like an hour-long walk and I ran into this guy like mm -hmm. and we walked like six feet away for 10 minutes and I was like wait you're back whatever blah 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 and I was like, and, and that happened. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was immediately like, okay, so that was literally destiny and fate. Like <laughs> I joke about how I'm going to go on a walk and meet my husband and bam, there, there he is, you know? And yeah, for a solid, like three days, I was like, it's fucking happening. I'm slipping and sliding in those DMs. I'm making conversation. <laughs> I'm like, he asked me one question, therefore he is interested, you know, rather than just being a decent person. And yeah, for like three, four days, I was like all about it. And then I was like, no, this person is not like, it's not, no, it's not actually happening. And, and it doesn't need, and, and why am I being 
so insane about it because I'm looking, I'm like wanting to grab at shit like that. So I can only imagine if I, if that like extended out and I, and then the end of, and then quarantine ends and then it's like, okay, cool. Let's like go on a date. And then it doesn't like, imagine the fucking disappointment when it's like, maybe it doesn't crackle with fire and, you know, perfect chemistry, which I think is probably going to happen to a lot of people. Where it's like, oh, yes. absolutely. Even if, if that most people, yeah. So I think it's the level of intimacy that's being created is both so heightened and also not. It's, it's. I mean, it's the it's, it's false. realer. It's realer than real, and it's also completely false because it's like there's yeah. going to be people who I can only imagine have had mm-hmm. like full on FaceTime sex, yeah. <laughs> and then they're gonna and then they're gonna meet up and be like. Oh, we have no physical chemistry. Yep. Oh, I don't like the way they smell. It's like there's so much that has to be seen in real life and experienced in in person, I think, to make a relationship work that it'd be. I I hope some people come out of, um, you know, social isolation and they have like some sort of like nice love story. But I also think like it's pretty heightened times to begin something in a healthy way. I think you can definitely begin something in a too fast uh, too intimate, unearned way, but I, I think it'd be hard to start something legitimate right now. Like, yeah. you know, it, I don't know. And also it's the worst part of dating. It's like the, the yeah. texting and that all that stuff without the date. It's like, to me, that's the worst part of sort of dating. Well, and I stopped, I sort of stopped trusting myself with app sort of stuff when the last person who like really re- and and I literally need to stop talking about this because I obvi- I'm like I'm over it and it's like okay are you over it because you keep talking about it um <laughs> the last person who like really did reject me and that I was like really I was so into and I was just you know you have that like really good date and night and and you don't have sex but you stay over and it's that's uh, that's cool and I feel really comfortable with this person I think they're so funny cool I saw him on an app like months before and didn't match. And like, I think he liked me on hinge and I didn't match with him because I wasn't mm. sure I wasn't like so stoked about it. And I also knew, knew I was like, Oh, I know who this guy is. Like he knows one of my friends. I don't want to fucking deal with any of that. And I wasn't like, Oh my God, I have to. And then I like met him months later and was like, wait, I'm so into you, you know? Mm. Now yeah. I'm like, do I even know shit? Probably not. <laughs> I guess well, I don't have shit. I know, you I think you know shit. Time. I th- yeah, you have time. I also think you know shit. I also think truly dating and getting to know someone takes vetting. So you would have to see them a few, a lot of times. Like, no, we don't know shit right away. I think we can have feelings or have gut instincts, but I think it just takes like date after date, someone showing up, like you have to vet your partner. We think we have, we think we're bad pickers, but the truth is we need more information. Yeah. You know, I I think there's nothing wrong with, with, and I don't even think it's really creating a scenario. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a, like a rich fantasy life or to let your mind go to places that are exciting to you. But at the same time, it's like, there's a lot of thoughtless dating happening and like there has to be yeah. a middle ground, but I would much rather prefer someone who is uh, extrapolating mm. on the nature of, or the, or the, the, the uh, path a relationship could take where the op where the alternative would be 
yeah, this guy seems okay. Whatever. I'll let him buy me two drinks. I don't care. And then yeah. are you going to go yeah. out to dinner? Well, if he asks, I guess, whatever. I guess then we'll go out to dinner or something. I don't know. Uh, like, I've had that before, too, where, like, I think both sides of the coin can be, you know, hazardous where I, I've gone, I fully had someone do it to me and me do it to them uh, of, oh, this person is the one after, like, one date. And then I've mm-hmm. also had, I've also had a date where, I've also had plenty of situations where the person just seemed like they couldn't be bothered. Where I was like, "Hey, wanna wanna? Would you like to go out?" Like at the beginning of me going, "Oh, I think from now on I'm going to be really forthcoming, and I'm not going to say let's hang out. I'm going to say I'd like to take you on a date because I think people really like to hear that." And the people I was saying that, but then the people I was saying that to, some of them were receptive, and others were like, "Yeah, okay," (laughs) or like, "Okay, well, what what are we what are we going to do?" Or, "All right, um, let me know." when uh i'm kind of busy this week and it's yeah. not even that they didn't want to but it's like eh, a lot of people are asking me on dates i guess i'll give this bozo a shot and so yeah. it's like i think um what a psycho energy I, oh <laughs> it's 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 bizarre it's bizarre to go it's bizarre. i've never had a weirder feeling than than having gone on two complete dates with someone and been like I have no idea what this person thinks of me at all. Don't know if they care if I live or die. <laughs> and, it's and such a weird vibe. <laughs> have you ever had that? Who, me? Either of you. Um. Wait, rephrase the question. Had it where you go on a date with someone and you're like, I have no idea if they even like me? Yeah, like, and 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 the and the outcome could be either that they they fully don't or they're like, are you kidding me? I'm obsessed with you. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. What Especially is it? What is that? I think I think my experience of that is when I get in my when I don't realize that I'm getting in my head where where I'm basically like performing a date instead of like actually, you know, I'm like trying so hard to make this person think I'm like funny and interesting and like entertain them, you know? Um that then later I'm like I have no idea if they even, you know, like, okay, they laughed that one time. Does that mean that they fucking liked me at all? Or I don't know. But also like I have friends that the first couple of times I, I like hung out with them, I was like, they, I don't know if they even know that I even exist, you know? And then I find out later, like, no, yeah, we're, and then we're very good friends, you know? Aww. Yeah. But people are so weird. I guess that's well, the takeaway. <laughs> yeah. People are weird. I also think for, for me, it was like, um, maybe a bit of an issue of like not getting enough feedback also like a lot of time when someone likes you it feels really clear in that they text you or they kiss you at the end of the date or something but like I've gone on dates where like we've kissed and then I like don't hear from the guy and then I eventually do and then but he texts so it's almost just like a lack of feedback a lack of connection makes me go I have no idea how this person feels about me and truthfully I typically have no idea how I feel about them in return because there's just it's it's just all question marks yeah yeah they throw the energy of the situation completely out of whack and it leaves you being like huh yeah and you kind of are so take it or leave it which is a really bad way to feel i hate when i'm like super take it or leave it like i want to care if you exist and i want to care if i lose you but a lot of the time for me that stuff becomes very take it or leave it where i'm just like "I, i have no investment in this i wish we were more comfortable like asking the question though you know like I I, yeah. I like joked about this. I'm like, all boys that I've had a crush on, tell me why you didn't date me. Ha ha. But I'm also like, but also, I mean, 
Would that crush me? Absolutely. Probably. But I really, I did. I mean, I did it once with this last guy who rejected me because I really was like fully at a loss as to why that wasn't a thing. Cause I, I was like, I'm not, am I crazy? Like we liked each other. Right. And I'm not fucking crazy. Right. So I did, I, I like he, it was like a, Oh, let's be friends vibe. And, and yeah, I, with after texting many of my friends being like should I ask and a lot of them were like absolutely not don't and then someone was like yes um but I did ask but it was the thing of like okay well I got the fucking answer that like the person wasn't ready to be dating right now blah blah and you know what I don't think that I I don't think that that was a lie necessarily but I wish that the time that I was brave enough to ask was not that fucking answer that gives me nothing you know what I mean but also do I really want to hear why someone's like but I don't know but ultimately don't you also just think that always like for me when I don't date someone it's not necessarily it's never personal it's never because of them it's because of my lack of connection to them or my lack of Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's like it's more about me or I guess that's not true because sometimes people do stuff where I'm like oh why did he do that yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Yeah. My answer a lot of the time would be like, I didn't date you because like you texted me something and it grossed me out. <laughs> but like maybe that would be so beneficial for that person to know. I don't know. It depends. Like, I think a, maybe, maybe if the reason is, is some, if the reason is some tangible thing where it's like, you yeah. need to know this, you need to know the way that you behaved or you got yeah. blackout drunk on our second date. And even though yeah. you don't remember it that way there, like, I think there are some teachable. Yeah, that would be helpful. That can, I think absolutely. However, when it is just a, it's not the right fit. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's fine to say that, but I also yeah. think that that doesn't really offer much in the way of um, not helpful. Yeah. It's not, there's not much you can do with it. Um, but I do, I do want to say, I feel like it's dumb to be like, this is a, this is a great time to reflect and like really learn about yourself because it's like, we're all losing our minds. Who knows how much actual productive mental work is being done. But I do think whether you choose to, to dip your toe or your whole foot into some sort of quarantine app sitch where you're, we're trading memes and visiting mm-hmm. animal islands uh whether or not it's like this shit takes time to figure out and i hope that uh i don't know i i i say this as we're about to to wrap up but i really hope you find your uh lockdown rupert grint <laughs> i really do i do too babe oh, i'm holding Stop. out hope for you i really think i really think it could happen I think uh, what's going to happen is I'm finally going to invite someone on the podcast and then we're going to talk for two hours and then, and then, but then they're going to be like, wait, actually I'm in love with you. I'll be like, cool. Yeah. Same. It's about, Come it's, on you know, over. That's my version of it. That's my version. You know, that's your, that's Absolutely. your version of the mall. Listen, I'm, I create an atmosphere of intimacy. Of course it's, I fall in love with everyone I have on my fucking podcast. Are you kidding? So one day it's going to click and that, that'll be it. Maybe <laughs> that'll be very well, exciting be beautiful love story doing it and Mm -hmm. uh and you know then maybe that person will be your co-host oh my god no i only have one co-host and that's oh i forgot to correct you that my jack black podcast is called jacking off with richie rebecca and richie richie will listen to this and be like okay she doesn't care that i'm her co-host um so well, I, did, I didn't say that the show was called jack i didn't say it was called jacking I, off I know, with I rebecca Bullman. so richie doesn't 
um, fucking scream at me. Just kidding. Richie Owen <laughs> is, is the sweetest person I know. He would never yell at me. Um, okay. No, I no. Please, no offense to Richie. I did not no mean it like that. <laughs> no. um, Sorry, Richie. Please, please, uh, please direct uh, our listeners to any of the several places they can find you online. Okay. Yeah. So you can simply find me at. Rebe- uh, no, that's not my, <laughs> my Twitter. is not Rebecca. <laughs> my Twitter is, that's so and good. I guess will always be Almond Milk Hotel because that's just where that it's always been. And uh, you can follow my podcast, Classroom Crush, wh- of which Dave has been a guest in all timer episode. <gasps> Wow. We'll talk. I listened. I, I, I would love to. I listened to the, your latest episode and I loved it. Oh my god! Okay, I'm it was really good. It's good. I <laughs> revealed way too much in that podcast. It's so good. It's so good. It's one of my faves. Uh, you can also listen to Jacking Off Pod. I think it's that Jacking Off Pod on Twitter. It's a Jack Black podcast. And um, do you guys talk yeah. about individual movies? We talk about it all, baby. We. We're, we're in chronological order. The next one we're recording tomorrow, actually, Ice Age with um, <gasps> Griffin Newman. So keep your eyes peeled. Ooh. Wow. Love Griff. Okay, love that's Griff. really cool. Uh, yeah, uh, it's really fun. And one day Jack will be on it, I'm sure. <laughs> well, we can he always will. hope. Um, Rebecca, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you for having me. That was so fun. I'm you so were so you wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh my god, listeners, go subscribe to her stuff. She's the best, and uh, she's cool. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Stevie. Dave. That was fun, huh? Uh, I have to say thank you for introducing me to Rebecca because, in all sincerity, I'm going to say this: I think she's going to be my friend. <gasps> I really like I love her. This. I love this. I, I I feel like I have an innate ability to bring people together, whether it's romantic or not. But I'm very I'm very happy that this is that this is uh working out. Maybe the next um maybe the next podcast you and I do together will be where you and I match make like you bring a friend that you think would be good and I bring a friend that I think would be good and we match make. I think that that's I think if anyone can do that it's you and me. I will say I, I at one years ago at this point I had a very similar idea for a podcast and we recorded a pilot and it was terrible. <gasps> really? What made it terrible? Yeah, it was I just don't I maybe honestly in in hindsight I think my guests were not great. Yeah, like, as usually, far as just It's usually trash guests. <laughs> But it was called, it was called You Two Should Meet, and the idea was like, I know so many people. I've lived in Los Angeles for so long. I bet I could introduce two people who've never met, and that, and they would get along. <laughs> and, oh. and um, yeah, I love. I and it was that title's great. I love the title You Two Should Meet. And that's like that was the gimmick. Every time it would be like, Hey, uh, Stevie, Rebecca, you two should meet, and here's why. Um, Rebecca does a podcast about relationships and Stevie has a podcast about relationships and you both like comedy and you've both done improv before and you're both funny and you're both my friends. So let's talk. And it was just a very inorganic. Um, also, one of my guests was eating pizza on Mike the entire time. That's not good. That's not okay. 
No, also, also hard to tell an adult to stop eating pizza. You know, you don't want to have to do that. Yeah, because it was like the pizza was a bit of a thank you for allowing, uh, for for letting me record them, and so I didn't want to be like, "Hey, stop eating this thing I got for you." Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, God, though. Um, <laughs> but that was to, fun. That was so fun. She's wonderful. Um, I really love. I love that she's always crushing on people. I think that's a very uh, charming and funny quality for someone to have. Yeah, it's. I think she's she's very um, open hearted, and she's definitely going to listen to this part. So hello, but I think. Um, hey Rebecca, good to see you. I don't again. know. I never. Uh, hey Rebecca, hello. Thanks for listening to yourself. And then now this, <laughs> but uh, I, I think. Um, I think it's gonna. I always think it's gonna be fine when people that I like that are in my life are are either single or having some sort of a difficulty i never i've never had someone in my life for a prolonged period of time i've been like this person's fucked it's never gonna work out for them but yeah. i do think um i do think that rather than and we didn't even really get into this this too much but i think rather than delve into the world of of uh quarantine crushes and endless dms and stuff i think even if you're not specifically working on yourself in quotes because again i don't like the idea of people needing to come out of the quarantine a changed person uh, everything is messed up right now so you, most you can do is just take care of yourself however yeah. i think she seemed like she was in such a great place going into it as far yeah. as having a great mindset and having a great job i talked to her briefly uh we like you know she's one of these people where you know you fade in and out of people's lives here and there and then you reconnect and it's like no time has passed so we were talking and she was like oh i actually got this great new job and she was telling me all about it it sounded great and yeah. then yeah recently she lost it because everyone for the most part has lost their jobs and so i hope she's able to go back to it i i hope that she can thrive and feel good in the way she was feeling good and i really genuinely think people can feel that and they can tell i do too i think the most attractive thing that you like the way to it i think the most attractive thing in general like attractive in terms of attracting good friends, attracting a partner, attracting good things to come to you is just by liking your life. And um, despite the fact that we're in social social isolation, I agree with you. I think like if you feel good, it, it radiates and it shows. And uh, historically, when I felt good, I typically t- tend to meet people, you know, I actually, yeah. feel pre- I actually feel pretty good right now, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't want I don't want a quarantine boyfriend. Yeah, you had uh you had gone on a just a six foot feet apart walk and you were talking to someone. Uh yeah. that that's that's no longer happening, I take it. No, I think like I think ultimately uh he just wasn't what I wanted, you know, like it just wasn't what I wanted. And I I really enjoy my own company and if my own company feels better than when I talk to someone else, that's not a good sign to me. No, yeah, certainly I, not. Yeah. I want to be like, <laughs> I really want to be like laughing with someone. I, there has to be levity and tons of laughter and I, and funny for me to stay interested and, you know, hard to do that in isolation. Well, hard to do that with someone who's not funny. <laughs> Uh, it is. It's challenging. But also, some some people aren't. Some people don't try to be funny. I mean, I I feel 
cursed. I mean, it's working out extremely well for for me, me personally currently, but I'm the same way. I need someone who's who's funny and I've always been that way. And so maybe I've in the past sacrificed certain other qualities for for for, for this funny. one that seems paramount to me and honestly you know, I think I, I think uh, my my girlfriend and I are an extremely good match, and uh, and I love too. her to death. But she's she's so funny, and she's also, <laughs> would you believe it? She's got all the other qualities I like in a person. And Aww. in the past, it's been like in the past, I've definitely dated hilarious, adorable weirdos, and uh, they've lacked a couple of. Yeah, I mean, no essential, offense. No, essential no qualities. Well, or or you know, not even essential because you know, like uh, the good, the good, uh, the good Lord Dan Savage says, there's 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 good short term relationships that end, and we can't measure a relationship by how long it lasts uh, as a way of yeah. being successful. Because it's like a lot of those people were were great for for the time and for the time we spent together, and I and I have a full appreciation for that. Um, but yeah, for something sustainable, especially for now, like if you were talking to someone and having a lot of conversations and, 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 uh, doing, taking walks where you couldn't like be intimate with someone and they weren't bringing it with like, if you're not a funny texter in a time when all we can do is like be alone in our house is texting each other. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how I felt. I was like, if you have to be. For me, it's really important for me for a partner to be funny over text and in real life. And I've done the same thing you've done before where I've sacrificed things in the name of dating someone who's funny. I've sacrificed things in the name of dating someone who loves their job or whatever it is. And I'm looking for the whole package and I'm I'm really looking to have a lot of fun with someone. And so, yeah, it, it's it's got to be there or I'm out. Yeah, because you have a lot of, I mean, you, when you really think about it, you have a lot of really fun, funny friends that you really like being around that you laugh all the time with. And it seems like a yeah. weird disconnect to have that relationship with your friends. And then in your romantic relationship, it's a, a very a self-serious person who's, uh, yeah. who's, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. work for me. I always say that too. I'm like, I don't have a friend who's not funny. I don't have a friend who doesn't make me laugh. I don't have a friend who I don't hang out with and laugh the entire time. Yes, we can have the serious, um, genuine conversations, but truthfully, even those have a ton of laughter. I don't think you and I mm-hmm. have talked about a breakup without laughing about something, you know? And that's, no. if, if my friends can bring that, I want a partner who can bring that too. There's got to be levity. Oh, totally. I think that's why we enjoy doing this podcast together because we've had some very serious episodes, but I can't, I cannot name a single one that wasn't with, well, there's one that we didn't release. For <laughs> that specific, there's, yeah. there's one that there's one that is locked away in a vault somewhere. But or we cannot find. Yeah. That we thankfully cannot find because it's probably, it's probably really upsetting, but we were both extremely sad and there was, there was actually no, no levity to it. But I think nope. that the mark, the marker of some of the best uh, times we've had on this show are when, something serious is being discussed or a guest is sharing something intimate or personal with us. And uh, we're able to listen and communicate and hear them and also laugh, 
somebody says something really funny to break the the tension and it just makes everything better Ugh, and so it's the best let's let's just say listeners if you're if you're looking to if you're looking to date stevie when this is all over you gotta be funny you gotta be funny and you, and you can't be fake funny you can't be like oh i quote movies so i'm funny you can't tell no. weird jokes you have to be a genuine funny person leave me out of your pun jokes and leave me out of your loud comedy and just be actually <laughs> funny or i am out so fast um dave <laughs> yes <laughs> where can people find us steve people can find us the same place they can always find us every week they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. They can call us 213-458-5236. They can email us at iburneverythingpod at gmail.com. Uh, once again, um, just going to be transparent here. We we are, we are our, our bucket of, of correspondence of emails and, and voicemails. The bucket is empty, uh, yeah, folks. Fill it back and, up. And, and, and Fill it back up. Just poke your head in and 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 and, uh, and just tell us how you're doing because we're worried about you and we care about you. Um, yeah, check in with us. We, we need to hear from you. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll be back at you real soon. I'll be back in my closet recording this show, <laughs> and um, and we'll see you guys real soon. All right. Goodbye, everyone. the rom-com review podcast p.s i love rom-com each week we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new rom-com grand gestures meet cutes and of course that elusive chemistry mia what are you doing holding that giant boom box over your head i'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture take us back find a new episode every week and subscribe on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast brought to you by campfire media Wow, you're uh, still holding that boombox. Yeah, I've got great upper body strength. Thanks, CrossFit. P.S. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Campfire.